यू आर ट्यून इन टू एम डी एस की पाठशाला विद डॉक्टिंगरा एंड यू आर अनिटेबल अ पर्सन हु इज एबल टू क्रैक द नीट एम डी एस एग्जाम दिस इज सीजन टू डेंटल बेसिक्स एंड द सब्जेक्ट दैट इज प्लेइंग इज डेंटल अनाटमी सो इन दिस एपिसोड वील बी लर्निंग अबाउट द डेसिडस डेंटिशन द टाइनी बिनी टीथ ऑफ चिल्ड्रेन before actually getting started with the learning let's spend the first few minutes of the episode to help bring the mind to focus on to the subject dental anatomy you know what to do sit in your reading area or study position relax and follow my voice remember to be comfortable but keep your spine and neck straight bring your awareness to notice your breathing notice the silence around you take a few deep breaths and become aware of the rise and fall of your chest and stomach with each inhale and exhale keep noticing your breath for a few seconds inhale deeply and exhale inhale deeply and exhale i'm sure you can feel the oxygen reaching your brain and energizing your learning neurons each breath that you take is disconnecting your brain from all the surrounding distractions and noises it is bringing your mind to focus on the subject that you are about to learn that is dental anatomy in your mind think about the human dentition it would be nice if you are able to imagine the dentition you see each day in the mirror or in other people when they smile allow your brain to learn the subject efficiently for the next few hours in the next few minutes this episode is going to help you solve some questions and concepts of the subject and further on you can keep learning from other sources if you want now slowly open your eyes while inhaling deeply and realize that you are completely aware of the subject dental anatomy become aware of the time that you are about to invest in learning of this subject keep your brain and mind in this high focus zone In this focus zone the subject is dental anatomy which is open in the book in front of you If you do not have your book in front of you just listen carefully through this episode and let the information flow to your brain from your ears 
and learning will happen automatically with that you have now trained your brain to learn the subject efficiently so let's get started so in this episode we'll be learning about the deciduous dentition the tiny bini teeth of children so let's get straight into it there are total 31 questions that will be discussed in this episode question 1 which of the following deciduous molars bears the greatest resemblance to a premolar a maxillary first b maxillary second c mandibular first or d mandibular second the correct answer is a that is maxillary first molar now here you need to remember that some of the deciduous teeth resemble some of the permanent teeth and examples are the primary maxillary first molar resembles the permanent premolars the primary maxillary second molar resembles permanent maxillary first molar the primary mandibular second molar resembles permanent mandibular first molar and the primary mandibular first molar does not resemble any of the permanent tooth so make a note of these resemblances because these are very important from mcq point of view question 2 the largest mesiodistal diameter in primary dentition is a mandibular first molar b mandibular second molar c maxillary second molar or d none of the above and the correct answer is b that is mandibular second molar so the mandibular second molar has the largest mesiodistal diameter in primary dentition and the tooth with the largest buccolingual diameter in primary dentition is the maxillary second molar so mandibular second molar has largest mesiodistal diameter and maxillary second molar has largest buccolingual diameter question 3 primary dentition period is a from birth to 11 years b from 6 months to 11 years c from 6 months to 6 years or d from 6 years to 11 years the correct answer is c that is from 6 months to 6 years the primary dentition is from 6 months to 6 years then the mixed dentition starts from 6 years to 11 years and from 12 years onwards the permanent dentition starts question 4 how many cusps does the crown of maxillary first primary molar have a 2 b 3 c 4 or d 5 the correct answer is c that is 4 the primary first molars have 4 cusps while the primary second molars have 5 cusps question 5 Which of the following has the maximum facio-lingual diameter of the crown? A. Deciduous maxillary second molar. B. Deciduous maxillary first molar. C. Deciduous mandibular second molar. Or D. Deciduous mandibular first molar. Correct answer is A. That is deciduous maxillary second molar. Already discussed in the previous question. Question six. How many roots does the primary maxillary first molar have? A. One. B. Two. C. Three. Or D. Four. Correct answer is C that is 3 roots and these 3 roots are 2 buccal roots and 1 palatal root. Question 7 The primary teeth that present the most outstanding morphologic deviations from permanent teeth are A central incisors B mandibular first molars C mandibular second molar or D canines. Correct answer is B that is mandibular first molar. And why is it so because it does not resemble any of the permanent tooth. Question 8 Roots of primary and secondary teeth are different in that the primary roots are more divergent and flaring and the other difference is a primary roots show less accessory and lateral canals b primary roots resorb more easily c primary roots are shorter 
or D, none of the above? Correct answer is A, that is primary roots show less accessory and lateral canals. So the roots of deciduous teeth are longer, slender and more divergent and flaring, with thinning out rapidly as the apices are approaching. The flare allows more room to accommodate the developing permanent tooth buds. And this is how the roots of deciduous teeth are different from the permanent teeth. Question 9. The primary lateral incisors begin to calcify about which period? A. Fourth month of life B. Fourth month in utero C. Four and a half month in utero or D. Fifth month in utero Correct answer is C. That is four and a half months in utero. Question 10. When viewed occlusally, a primary mandibular second molar closely resembles which of the following mandibular teeth? A. Permanent second molar B. Permanent first molar C. Second premolar or D. Primary first molar Correct answer is B. That is permanent first molar already discussed. Question 11. In the majority of situations, the first deciduous tooth to erupt is a. Mandibular central incisor b. Mandibular first molar c. Maxillary central incisor or d. Maxillary second molar Correct answer is a. That is mandibular central incisor. Question 12. Pulp chambers and root canals in deciduous teeth a. Are wide and deep b. Are shallow and narrow C. Are wide and narrow or D. Are shallow and wide Correct answer is D. That is, the pulp chambers and root canals are shallow and wide. So the pulp chambers of deciduous teeth are larger and pulp horns are placed in a higher position. The enamel pulp and dentin thickness is limited making the pulp chambers shallow. The pulp canals are wider and the apical portion of the canal is much less constricted than those of permanent teeth. Question 13. Which of the following is true about cervical bulge? A. Enamel rods at cervical region are directed occlusally. B. Results in constriction at cervical region. C. It is a characteristic of deciduous teeth. Or D. All of the above. Correct answer is C. That is, cervical bulge is a characteristic of deciduous teeth. So when you view deciduous teeth from mesial and distal aspects, the curvature or bulge of the crown at cervical third above the cervical line is called the cervical ridge or cervical bulge or cervicoenamel ridge and this cervical ridge is more pronounced in deciduous teeth and it is a very peculiar characteristic. Question 14. Primary teeth differ from permanent teeth in the following aspects. A. Thickness of enamel and dentine. B. Pulp chambers are longer. C. Roots are flaring. Or D. All of the above. Correct answer is D. All of the above. Question 15. Which statement is correct about deciduous dentition? A. Calcification of maxillary primary first premolar is completed at birth. B. Mandibular first molar erupts at one and a half years of age. C. The crowns of primary dentition are more yellowish than permanent. Or D. The primary dentition is initiated at 10th month in uterus. The correct answer is B. That is, mandibular first molar erupts at one and a half years of age. The rest of the statements mentioned in the question are wrong. Question 16. Transverse ridge is prominent on occlusal surface of which of the following deciduous teeth? A. Mandibular first molar B. Maxillary first molar C. Mandibular second molar or D. Maxillary second molar Correct answer is A. That is mandibular first molar Question 17. How many pulp horns are there in mandibular second primary molar? 3, 6, 4 or 5? Correct answer is that they have 5 pulp horns. Question 18. The highest and sharpest cusp on the deciduous mandibular first molar is 
ए मीजियोलिंगवल बी डिस्टोलिंगवल सी मीजियोबकल और डी डिस्टोबकल करेक्ट आंसर इज ए दैट इज मीजियोलिंगवल द लॉन्ग एंड शार्प मीजियोलिंगवल कस्प इज एन आउटस्टैंडिंग फीचर इन द डेस्टिवस फर्स्ट मैंडुलर मोलर्स क्वेश्चन नाइनटीन कस्प ऑफ कैरेबलाई कैन बी कंसिडर्ड अ नॉर्मल फाइंडिंग ऑन बिच ऑफ द टूथ ए डेसिडस मैंडुलर फर्स्ट मोलर बी डेसिडस मैगजिलरी फर्स्ट मोलर सी डेसिडस मैगजिलरी सेकेंड मोलर और डी डेसिडस मैंडुलर सेकेंड मोलर द करेक्ट आंसर इज सी दैट इज डेसिडस मैगजिलरी सेकेंड मोलर क्वेश्चन ट्वेंटी मीजो डिस्टल विर्थ इज मोर दैन सर्वाइको इंसाइजर लेंथ ऑफ क्राउन इन ए परमानेंट सेंट्रल इंसाइजर्स बी डेसिडस मैगजिलरी सेंट्रल इंसाइजर्स C. Permanent maxillary canines, or D. Permanent mandibular lateral incisors. Correct answer is B. That is deciduous maxillary central incisors, because their crowns are wider mesiodistally in comparison to their crown length than it is in permanent teeth. Question twenty one. With respect to their permanent successors, the sum of the mesiodistal diameters of the first and second deciduous molars is generally a less, b greater, c the same. or d not related correct answer is b that is it is greater the sum of mesiodistal widths of primary first and second molars is greater than the mesiodistal width of premolars and this width difference is called as the leeway space of nans it is 0.9 mm per quadrant in the upper arch and 1.7 mm per quadrant in the lower arch question 22 among the differences between teeth in the deciduous and the permanent dentition is that A. Buccal surfaces of the permanent molars are flatter. B. Cervical ridges are more pronounced in permanent molars. C. Root trunks of deciduous teeth are larger compared with their overall root length. D. Crowns of deciduous incisors are wider mesiodistally than the cervical incisal length. Correct answer is D. That is crowns of deciduous incisors are wider mesiodistally than the cervical incisal length. Question 23. The direction of enamel rods in deciduous teeth is a same as permanent teeth b inclined in an apical direction in the cervical third of crown c inclined in an occlusal direction in the cervical third of crown or d none of the above the correct answer is c that is inclined in an occlusal direction in the cervical third of crown the enamel rods in primary teeth this slope occlusally in primary teeth and gingivally in the permanent teeth at cervix question 24 During the development of a tooth, sound coalescence of the lobes results in a grooves, b fissures, c cusps, or d all of the above. Correct answer is a grooves. So grooves and fissures are formed at the junction of the developmental lobes of the enamel, and sound coalescence of the lobes results in grooves, while faulty coalescence results in fissures. So you will always groove to the sounds. So you can remember this way: sound coalescence will result in groove. and f for faulty coalescence will result for f for fissures question 25 what is the thickness of the layer of prismless enamel found in primary teeth a 25 microns b 50 microns c 75 microns or d 100 microns correct answer is a 25 microns so a relatively structureless layer approximately 30 micrometers thick is called as prismless enamel and it is found in 70% of permanent teeth and all of the deciduous teeth this prismless enamel is absent over cusp tips and present towards cervical areas of the enamel surface question 26 the sharpest cusp of primary first molar tooth is 
ए मीजियोबकल बी डिस्टोबकल सी मीजियोलिंगवल और डी डिस्टोलिंगवल करेक्ट आंसर इज सी दैट इज मीजियोलिंगवल वर्ज मीजियोलिंगवल कस्प इज द मोस्ट प्रोमिनेंट कस्प इन द प्राइमरी फर्स्ट मोलर इट इज ऑल्सो द लॉन्गेस्ट एंड द शार्पेस्ट कस्प वेल द डिस्टोलिंगवल कस्प इज वेरी पुअरली डिफाइंड कस्प ट्वेंटी the pulp of primary first molar contains a four pulp horns and three root canals, b three pulp horns and three root canals, c two pulp horns and two root canals, or d two pulp horns and three root canals. Correct answer is a. That is four pulp horns and three root canals. Twenty-eight. Which among the following is not a common finding of the deciduous dentition? A. Tight contacts and absence of spacing. B. Shallow overjet and overbite. C. Flush terminal plane, or D. Ovoid arch form. Correct answer is A. That is tight contacts and absence of spacing is not a finding in deciduous dentition. Because we all know the development of adequate spacing in primary teeth is a very important factor in the development of normal occlusal relations in the permanent dentition. And tight contacts and absence of spacing is not at all a common finding of the deciduous dentition. Moving to question twenty-nine, the crowns and roots of primary molar at their cervical portions are more: a. slender mesiodistally, b. slender anterior posteriorly, c. bulkier mesiodistally, or d. bulkier anterior posteriorly. Correct answer is a. That is, they are slender mesiodistally. Question thirty, resorption of root of primary incisors starts at a. four years, b. six years. C 8 years or D 10 years Correct answer is A that is 4 years So only about 3 years after the root completion the primary tooth roots begin to resorb usually at the apex or on one side near the apex and the resorption of deciduous incisors begins at 4.5 years and at 6 years it is shed which is the first tooth to be shed Now the last question 31 At what age does calcification of the primary dentition begin? A. Six to ten weeks in utero. B. Thirteen to sixteen weeks in utero. C. Twenty-two to twenty-six weeks in utero. D. Thirty to thirty-four weeks in utero. Correct answer is B. That is thirteen to sixteen weeks in utero. And the maxillary and mandibular central incisors are the first primary teeth that begin to calcify at thirteen to sixteen weeks in utero. And this brings us to the end of this episode. Keep learning. See you in the next episode.